Hello there, I'm Laura Jean Anderson, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're here in the studio, tempting fate. Putting questions to the songs which we randomly select with the help from our friends now it's time for radio a ball give us a shake radio a ball give us a shake it's time for the radio a ball show Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here in Skyler's graveyard-adjacent basement studio in Olympia, Washington on December 28th with our musical guest, Laura Jean Anderson. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Laura Jean. Uh, Hello, hello. And... You're an Olympia resident. You are. You're an Olympia native and a native. Los Angeles resident. Correct. And it's funny because I put out the call when I was putting together these Olympia shows, saying to all my friends, "Hey, anyone know any cool young Olympia songwriters <laughs> out there?" And the only person who responded was Bobby Halverson from Brother Sister, saying you should check out Laura Jean Anderson. I was like, "Oh, she, is she an Olympia?" And she's like, "No, no, she lives in L.A." So. <laughs> Our best Olympia songwriters have to go to Los Angeles to be heard. <laughs> Although last mm. night you played a phenomenal show at mm. Octopus, ah. packed house. It's a fun night. Blew me away. I was so. I mean, I don't say so. Well, you know what it is. You, you know how it is. You go to see a musician. You know they're good, but you don't expect. You never expect to be blown away, <laughs> and then you are, and you're like, "Whoa, wow! I'm so mm. lucky. I get to have her on my show." Mm. So you have eight songs on the list that are going to be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. Would you mind playing those, uh, playing a little bit of music while I read the song titles? Song number one, I love you most. Song number two, silence won't help me now. Song number three, take it back now. Song number four, cry with me. Song number five, call it what it is. Song number six, who am I to you? Song number seven, lonesome. And song number eight, you. And those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations here today. And this is the last show for us of 2018. It'll be coming out well into 2019. But we're going to be joined by several guests, mostly friends of yours. Mm -hmm. Some of them in the studio here. Mm -hmm. Some of them by the phone from places south and east. Right? Mm -hmm. And we'll get to them as we get to them. And the final question of the show will come from you. Now, you did write it down. We we will unveil it at the end of the show. Now is the point when all the paper fetishists who tune in just for this gather around your speakers. Uh, 
That's that's Laura Jean's question. And it will be unveiled <laughs> at the end and answered by the last song on the board. We determine the randomly chosen song by spinning the wheel of eight by picking a Radio 8 card or flipping the Radio 8 coin. And that's the way we determine which song off your list ends up being the answer to the question. And as I said, we're going to have six guests who are going to ask questions. We're going to end up, finalize, or wind up the show with your question. And as always, we start with mine. And everyone gets just a little bit nervous because my questions tend to be of a dark and personal nature. I try and set the tone early by embarrassing myself and then say, well, figure that everyone else is safe to have a little (laughs) bit of room. So uh, you have entered in the midst of three shows that I've recorded here in this graveyard-adjacent basement in Olympia, Washington, not far from where you went to high school, and I would have gone to high school mm-hmm. if I had stayed here for high school, Olympia High School. I went to, we both went to Washington Middle School. Mm. I hope your time there was better than mine. <laughs> so anyway, so people who have been following along, if you were listening last week, you will, I was, it was very dark. I was in a very dark place. I was feeling very, very... very bad for myself feeling very sad and woeful and asking dark and and worrisome questions and if you may notice there's a different tone in my voice today and i have to say nothing has changed (laughs) nothing none of there is nothing substantive that has changed in the situation we were talking about last week and we won't go into all of that but just to say that it's an amazing thing the difference that a solstice makes that whereas Last week I was talking about feeling like, I, well, I mean, I wasn't. I was being, I was, I was and am still being the target of some malicious gossip and lies and it's, it's not pleasant. But whereas, yes, last week I felt like a victim about it, today I feel more heroic about it. Like, hey, well, I'm, you know, I'm causing, I'm stirring up the, the conversations I want to stir up. And yeah, I'm, if I'm a target for stuff, it's because I'm, you know, because I'm doing the work. Because I'm loud and... On, you know, whether I'm right or wrong, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm just trying to start conversations. And so, so yeah, I just want to, uh, first of all, if people were following along, they might have been like, oh, Andras, is he okay? I'm okay. And I also want to say, you know, this is one of the reasons that I think that, uh, I think that thinking about suicide is very smart, but doing it is not. Because things change. Like, things even if things don't change, they change because the seasons change because we change in it. And so you will have, if you're, what's crazy about doing a show like this is that we tape them so out of time that the people who are going to be listening to my sad show last week are still going to be listening to it a month and a half from now. And things mm. have changed even more by then. So basically, if you're hearing an episode and I'm sounding sad in it, if, if you stay tuned, it will... It does get better, and I'm not going to do all sad shows. So anyway, I, that doesn't. That just wanted to clear that up a little bit of housekeeping. Now I'm going to get to my question. So, in 2014 and 15, I worked in Olympia at a bar called Dillinger's. I was the one of the opening bar staff there. They had a sort of a all-star team of the best bartenders in Olympia. I'm sure that there are much better bartenders in Olympia than all of us now, but at the time. Craft cocktailing hadn't really come to Olympia. I had trained at a really nice place in Seattle called Liberty Bar. And I got invited to be a part of that team. And it was great until it ended. And I'm not going to go into all of that. But there was a weird thing that happened to me when I was working there. And it, it, it sort of woven this web of synchronicity. 
So I'm thinking about this because today on December 28th, do you, do you follow the TV show Black Mirror? I do, yeah. So they're, the new episode oh. is coming out today, December 28th, Woo-hoo. Bandersnatch. And Bandersnatch Oof. is a word from the poem uh, The Jabberwocky. And so when I was working at Dillinger's, one day we had a cocktail called the Jabberwock. And I just thought, oh, it'd be cool if I could like if I could learn as much learn some lines from that from the poem. So when I bring the drink, I can drop a couple of lines from the Jabberwocky mm. on them. And I bring it up on my phone, and throughout the course of a very busy shift, I learned the whole poem. By the end of the shift, I could recite the whole poem. And I'm an actor, and I've learned stuff. But if you asked, told me, hey, learn the Jabberwock so that you can deliver it by the end of the night, I'd be like, uh-uh, I can't do that. <laughs> and it was very weird to me that I could do that. It was, seemed like this is a weird, like as a follower, as a, someone who works with synchronicity, it, was, it became a thing like, okay, well, when something odd like that happens, I'm going to pay attention to it. So, and it's a fun poem to say. And, well, here, well, I, actually, I'll... I'll yeah, are you familiar with it? I'm not. Oh, no. well, I'll do it. So it, it's, uh... Twas brillig, and the slithy tove did gyre and gimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the borogobe, and momrath outgrave. Beware the jabberwock, my son, with jaws that bite and claws that catch. Beware the jubjub bird, and shun the frumious bandersnatch. He took his vorpal sword in hand, long time the mangsome foe he sought. Then rested he by the tum-tum tree, and stood a while in thought. And as in uffish thought he stood, the jabberwock, with eyes of flame, came whiffling through the algae wood, and burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through the vorpal sword went snicker-snack. He left it dead, and with its head he went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. O oh, frabjous day, kaloo-kalay, he chortled in his joy. Twas brillig, and the slithy tove did gyre and gimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the borogobe, and Momrath outgrave. It's awesome, right? Yeah. Great, great poem. Mm -hmm. That's by Lewis Carroll. And then later on that week, that very same week, I was watching Fargo, the series, Mm. and I don't know, it was the second season or the third season, and there was a character who recited the Jabberwock. And I'm like, okay, well, now that now we're really in the realm of synchronicity because I just learned this poem today, and now I'm watching someone. I've never seen anyone do the, do that poem in a TV show before. Okay. And I was just thinking, oh, is there some jabberwock heading our way? <laughs> is there some jabberwock heading our way? And then, and then of course, now Bandersnatch is the is sort of the, the other TV mm. sort of link in this synchronicity around this poem. And... I have thought many times since then, and I, I stopped working there in January of 2016, and then in 2016, we got, a, I feel like we got a Jabberwock. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> unleashing villainy, whiffling through the algae wood and burbling as he comes. And so, so that that's my question for the Pop Oracle, which is, 
is that guy who I don't whose name I don't like to say on my show because I don't want to give him any more. Shall not be named. Yeah, <laughs> is he the Jabberwock that I was that I was singing about mm. back in 2015? And now to engage the pop oracle, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na 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 na, we love you. Song number one, which is Love You Most. I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling it was going to be this one. I tried to quit all day. Ticket eastbound to Chesapeake Bay, but I don't care what you say. Cause baby, I will love you most. Baby, I will love you most. I know that you're all tired. Someone else's arms, but don't deny. That was I Love You Most from Laura Jean Anderson. The answer to my question is that guy currently inhabiting our White House, the Jabberwock, mm-hmm. of which I found myself compelled to sing back in the the winter of 2015. So you thought that immediately thought that was it. So tell us, tell us a little bit about the background of that song. 
Beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Get ready, folks. We're going to have a whole <laughs> week of this. So it's exciting. The funny thing is, I, I, not that I thought that song was going to answer. I just knew that that was, for some weird reason, I was like, that song's going <laughs> to be it. And the funny thing is, it's it's such a uh, unrequited love song. Like, it's a song about the one you love having somebody else and you stubbornly telling them, no, I could love you way more than that person could love you. But for whatever reason, with that, with when you were asking that question, there's something very. I was thinking about this song as this kind of other world. It's this, you know, how in in old movies when they'll play some like really old doo-wop song, and it, but during a really dark scene and it mm-hmm. just makes that whole scene feel way creepier because the song is so uplifting mm-hmm. i was kind of a little bit of my idea with 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 this song was that it feels like oh i'm gonna love you oh this is such a yeah but it's like kathy bates and misery like yeah but it's like <laughs> no i am miserable <laughs> right and i i wrote this when i was in new york and and the, the line about i i bought a ticket eastbound it's like this idea of i was trying to get out and then i was to leave you know couldn't you know i'm just coming right back anyway i don't know why that when i thought of your question that's because that's such an intense question of of talking about you mentioned black mary you mentioned this poem you mentioned he Mm -hmm. who should not be named in this like very bizarre otherworldly scenario so I don't know how this will answer the question, well, but it see, is very I, creepy in a way. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I was having at the first when you were first playing it, and this is one of the things I've just learned is like at the first second, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe this time it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's worked every time. It's impossible for this not to work mm-hmm. because the way our brains work. It's, it's, that's a little trick. You know, we find patterns. That's what we do. So mm-hmm. this always works, but sometimes it's spooky how much it works. And then when you hit that line about building walls, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, yeah. I, well, I was listening to there's a great show called Counterspin. Are you familiar mm. with this? It's put mm-hmm. out by the people who put out uh, fairness. They're called fairness and accuracy, fairness and accuracy in reporting, and they're a media watchdog group. And so, like the whole this whole fake news thing, mm. like they've been there's there's a difference between calling sort of calling things fake news and also and then news criticism or mm-hmm. media criticism, and they've been doing great work for decades now of basically every week highlighting either the context that is left out of the major media when they cover Mm -hmm. a story or just a story that's not being covered at all. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that they were talking about today, they're talking with someone who's talking about immigration and what they were saying was, yes, Trump is, oh, I said his name. God damn it. Okay, well, you know what I'm talking about. Well, we can yeah. we can bleep out right on this. <laughs> no, no. Just bleep out. <laughs> I only ble- I, I tend to try not to bleep out the the mistakes. I only try and bleep out the bad parts if you can get the difference. Um, so, but they were saying that basically immigration policy in the United States is cruel and unusual under every administration, in the same way that our foreign policy is pretty brutal mm-hmm. whether regardless of which which party is in control and so it made me think about that like it's if we take the person out of it that spirit of wall building and locking ourselves in that it's almost like 
the Jabberwock is not the Jabberwock is not the Jabberwock. The Jabberwock is the fear of the Jabberwock. Mm. Like that sense of go out into the world and kill this thing that this Jabberwock. Mm-hmm. The Jabberwock might just be an indigenous species to that forest and whiffling through algae woods and burbling as it comes is just its way of saying the poor Jabberwock. What's that? what's going on out here? You know, or you know, I'd like, you know, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not the thr- you know that the threat mm-hmm. is in seeing the threat. And not the not in uh, some not personified by one thing, so that uh, maybe it's the like that the spirit upon the land of looking for enemies, mm-hmm. and so that mm-hmm. spirit of building walls. And but of course, then it is specifically this guy is pretty obsessed with getting this wall built to the point mm-hmm. of shutting. Maybe maybe it's February and the government is still shut down. Can you imagine yeah. this when this comes out that that will last oh. for like for that long? What would that be like? I guess we'll know when we get yeah. there. We'll know when Man. we get there. Uh, well, I, I think that uh, I think this confirms my suspicion that I was on to something. Mm. And also something about the way you described it, the way the, that you'll use a beautiful song to make a, a dark thing even darker mm-hmm. in relief against this beautiful song. Mm-hmm. It does speak to sort of my experience of the time since the election Mm -hmm. that in a strange way i've been i've been doing radio eight ball the whole time since then we things really started kicking in in a good way for us at that point and so it's been odd to be having sort of really good times on a personal level at a time when i'm very aware that we're building ourselves building walls around ourselves that are going to keep us locked in in some danger scary and dangerous ways if we're not careful So anyway, that I'm sure we'll find more. This will start to this will become a theme that will emerge throughout mm. this this podcast and this uh, this session of pop oracle readings we're doing with you. Uh, a beautiful song. I stay tuned, folks, because I saw our play last night and we just got one great song after another for you mm-hmm. and some great folks coming to join us in the studio. And so stick around for that. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.